Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Chicago's own Blackhawks starting it out with turnover in front and Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov and Morazic diving. A shot! They score! And it's Alex Ovechkin! And it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League! All right, so there is 800 for Ovi last night. Before the break, we had his 500th. Jason Chimera assisted on that one. Chimera, of course, an Edmonton native back in Edmonton since retiring a longtime Washington Capitol. He's going to join us here in a, in a couple of minutes for a little more on Ovi, not just his stardom on the ice, but a little bit on what he is like off the ice as well. Here's what's going on in the NHL currently. Three minutes left in the second period. Ottawa leading Montreal 3-0. Five minutes into the second period. Meanwhile, it is the uh, Red Wings taking on the Minnesota Wild. The Wild lead that one nothing. Later, an 8 o'clock start. We got the Flames going up against the Canucks. Calgary 13-11-5. The Canucks 12-13-3. Oilers tomorrow. Oilers tomorrow against the St. Louis Blues. Little two-game homestand here for Edmonton. So tomorrow, 5.30 face-off show, game at 7. Saturday, it's a matinee, 12.30 face-off show, and the game at 2 as the Oilers take on the Anaheim Ducks who are uh, not having a good season. So that's what's ahead for the Oilers here, two home games Thursday and Saturday. Basketball tonight, the first half has just ended, and the Raptors lead the Kings 62-59 in Toronto. We'll keep you updated on that one as well. Okay, I am pleased to welcome back to the show former Edmonton Oiler and Washington Capital former teammate of Alexander Ovechkin it is Jason Chimera checking in Jason how are you doing Reed always a pleasure thanks for having me buddy well I love having you on the show thanks so much for doing this and let's just dive right in here man Uh, Ovechkin getting to 800 former teammate of yours Uh, how'd you feel seeing that last night yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was, tuned, I had tuned away from the game because I was watching it on TV. I was like, oh, he's not gonna. It's like he got one, and I was like, oh, he'll, he's at seven ninety eight, so he'll probably get another night. And I look, I look at the watching the Oilers game for a bit. I look again, he's got, he's got a hat trick. I'm like, Jesus, Christopher. So first thing I did was text him and congratulate him, and uh, he sent me a text back. So it's uh, pretty cool to see that. You know, it's, uh, I was there for a lot of them, and uh, I, I still can't believe to this day he's still going like that. I would, I would. Uh, I'd be lying to you if I if I if if I if I were to say he would be still going like that one, that would be lying to you. So it's pretty cool. Well, I, I want to talk to you a bit about his longevity because I think that's part of the story. But I got to ask you about a special moment you had as well. We we played the audio earlier in the show. Uh, you assisted on his 500th goal, which was a pretty special moment in itself. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I was doing in the power play, Rito. I don't know what, what, what who, who I paid off to get out there, but I ended up on the power play and um, just kind of hit him on the high slot, and he he kind of ripped it home. You don't really need to get a perfect pass with him. He just catches it and releases, it and, and away it goes. So um, yeah, that was a pretty cool moment. Uh, we had a picture together and signed his puck, and 
kind of a kind of cool moment in history where you you're in you're in the 500th goal of the probably one of the, arguably one of the greatest goals goal goal scores in history of the game. So it's pretty it's a it's a pretty cool feat for sure. Yeah. Um... I'll ask you a question here that Brownie and I talk about sometimes because Dreisaitl has scored a ton of goals, including last night with his one-timer from down low. Everybody knows he's doing it, but good luck stopping it. Um, what, what can you say about Ovechkin? I mean, everybody knows what he wants to do, right? <laughs> good luck well, stopping funniest, it. <laughs> well, the funniest thing is, you know, like uh, as, as when I first uh, played against him, you always have scouting reports on power play, like mat on him, like stick on him and, and he, like you said, you know where he is. You know what he's going to do. You know where he is in the power play, but he ends up scoring him anyway. So it's just that power play is so lethal, though. They have, like, so many different options where, where if you pick one, another one's going to hurt you. So you kind of try to pick your poison, and some people just stay on him and leave him. But like you said, he the thing, he scores on 5-on-5. Five five, he scores in a lot of different ways. Like what, what kids don't know, he scores a lot of greasy goals in front of the net, not just a one, one time where he scored. I think the three of them yesterday were just directly right in front of the net, just kind of puck bounce right to him. So um, he scores a lot of goals that way, a lot of tips, a lot of you know individual plays, but just most most of them from right there. So that's that says a lot. You get those areas, and like you said, you, you know it's coming. But like 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 Dry said, how do you how do you stop it? If, if if you know it's coming, you still can't stop it, and that's a problem. Yeah. But you make a yeah. good point. I mean, most good goal scorers, they also score a lot from in tight or on rebounds and tips and stuff like that, too. He, like, his, he's 37. Um, three years left after this. There, there's obviously a widespread belief now that he's going to pass Gretzky. A caller called in last night and said, I wonder if he can get to 1,000. Uh, like, <laughs> you, like, you've played with him. Is, it, is he a fitness freak? Is he just you know smart with how he handles his body like how come he's going so strong into his late 30s do you think i i i think it's a lot of natural billy a lot of he's always a bit of we always we always lied uh he's got a wrong passport we don't we don't know how really how old he is or what he, what he does and, and we always joke around with all that but uh uh i don't know i think he just he he works out a lot in the gym like just doing simple stuff but i think he really takes care with his body off the ice uh, nowadays, and I think he, he's more cognizant of that later in his career. And um, I don't know, he's just a natural goal scorer. I mean, if you look at him, um, you, you spot shot him on the, on, on the ice, he's very careful where he picks his spots and he kind of picks his way around the ice and not not uh, not overextending too much because I know he plays a lot, so he tries to pick his spots a bit when he goes and when he doesn't go. And I mean, he's really smart about that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty incredible. What, give me something. I mean, look, we see him on the ice and we know how he plays and uh, you know, he can, he can play a pretty physical and rugged game if he wants to, too. I, I mean, uh, Rob commented when Washington was here last week, he was, you know, happy to engage dry and give him a stick and stuff like that. Um, does that get spoken about enough that he, I mean, he's not, not just a goal scorer. I mean, he's, he's a darn tough all around hockey player. Oh, he's he's a beast. Like I remember checking him one on one in the practice. It was just like you're checking a, you know, a cylinder, brick cylinder wall. It was just it's it's crazy how strong he is and how how he how, he, how he's great in the puck. And he uses a short you know short stick, so it's really tight to his body when he handles it. And he um he's really hard to get to. And and like you said, he can beat you many different ways. Like if someone goes at him hitting, he's gonna go right back at you. He's not afraid to throw the body and um like Dreisaitl does. He'll he'll come right at him for sure. And especially in playoff time, he. He turns into a new animal. He just like he starts hitting everybody and playing a different style of game. And um, 
he's a guy who demands respect on the ice. I think he gets a lot of room just because of that, because he knows people knows he could hurt him in different ways. So that it's amazing how much time those guys get and uh, all those good players, they, they demand their respect. And as, as much as you say, close the gap on Connor and, and close him back on dry. So it's, it's hard to do. It's hard to, because they got, they got so much respect. It's hard to, you could you could say it. People could say it, but doing it is, is another thing. Yeah. So tell me something. I'll, I'll ask you this, if you, if you don't mind. We see Ovi on the ice. We see the personality on the ice. Uh, off the ice, what's he like? Or is there a story that, you know, something he did maybe away from the rink or behind the scenes that, that stands out for you after all these years? Yeah, I, I think a, 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 he's the nicest guy off the ice. He's one of those guys who would cheer just as loud as you, uh, for, for a goal as you're scoring as he would. So off the ice, we were, our first game uh, near Connor is when I got traded. Uh, we were playing uh, the Caps in, in the Barclays Center there. And um, I, I didn't see it, but uh, my wife was said, because um, the, where, where the players walked out there, they walked right by the Wise Lounge where the kids were. And, and, and Kale's like, well, I know these guys. I come out with my wife. My wife's like, don't bug the players. It's warm up. And I guess Ovi peeked his head around the corner, saw Kale and, and my daughter. And, they brought him in, they hugged him, and everyone was like, hey, Kale Dog, and hey, hey, Ryan, what's up? And they brought him right in with the handshake line, and they're, they're lifting him up, giving him big hugs. And uh, that's and that's the type of guy is he makes everyone feel welcome. He always was so gracious with time with my kids and um, happiest to see him, happy to group off with him in the room. And he's, he's a really quality human being. I think that's what people don't really know too much about. I think uh, you see the goal scorer, you see the happiness on the ice, but off the ice, he's you know, treated me so many meals. You know, he, he bought us all Brightling watches one time when he got MVP. And I mean, as you know, Brightling watches are pretty cheap and I'm, I'm frugal enough. I never buy one. So it's pretty cool that he bought us one. And, um, it just things like that, that go unrecognized that, that you think the world, these people that those, those stars are, are stars for a reason, but they're stars because they're good people. And that's what makes them the best. Yeah, that's a great story. Jason Chimera, former Washington Capital, of course, other stops in the NHL, including a time with the Edmonton Oilers, joining us tonight here on Inside Sports. Let's just, and you mentioned you were watching the Oilers game last night. Um, like, have you ever, well, I doubt you have, because I think the stats are unprecedented. Like, have you ever seen somebody feast on a team like Dreisaitl has feasted on the, and here's the thing, McDavid is doing it too, but Dreisaitl's stats yeah. are even more oh, uh, extreme. I don't know why. So sometimes you like, like some buildings you feel good in, some teams you feel good against. Maybe it's just one of those teams he always feels good against. He feels like he's got maybe a little softer hands that day. He could go at it. And then, um, you know, you always have those buildings where you feel better in. You always have those teams where you feel, no matter who's on a team or who's coaching or what kind of different style they have, you always feel really good in that building. And maybe it's just uh, one of those buildings or one of those teams you just he's really got good vibes against. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had those kind of vibes against teams like that for sure. Because, <laughs> Five points a night, and that's pretty. I mean, Jesus, Crystal Rose guys are just doing stuff like, I, you know, those those guys are doing stuff you never think was possible, and that's in today's game. Like, it's hard to, it's like people don't realize how hard it is to score one goal, and, and like, like what he's doing against the Predators, it was just like you're just like, holy smokes, that's 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 pretty pretty good stuff. Uh, you watch the Oilers closely. It, it's and, and Jack pointed this out on TV last night, and I thought it was interesting. In two of their ten game segments, they've gone seven and three, which is pretty good. Um, the problem is they were three and seven when they had had a little bit of an off uh, off time there and, and were struggling. Do you, like, do you think they're 
I don't know if fine is the right word, but they're, they're sort of well positioned. I mean, we know kind of what the weaknesses are uh, on the team and you've been through grinds like this. And of course there's going to be bad spells along the way. How are you looking at the team so far and are you relatively optimistic about what's to come? Yeah, I think I'm optimistic. Anytime you got Dreisel and, and, uh, and Connor, I think the, the biggest thing is that they, they, they can't outscore their, like uh, they, they can't outscore teams six, three six four every game you gotta you gotta win those games two one you gotta win those games three you know three two you gotta butt that down to hatches that's where i see where where they really need to grow as a team and i think their goaltenders are they, they could have a really good, co- good combo because and and from what i heard I, I don't really know uh skinner or campbell well but they're all they're very quality human beings and i know when when you when you got people in that like that that you care about you're willing to do anything to block shots and that kind of stuff so I would like to see them you know, ratchet the D up a little bit on that that side of things, because just to prepare for playoffs time. But they're they're positioned well. I think. I mean, anytime you you get the you have Drysdale and, and McDavid and those guys on the team, you're good. I, I would like to see the bottom six play a little more, like have a little more minutes, have a little more, just give them a little more um, responsibility, and you know maybe a nice time for Drysdale and McDavid come down just so they're well rested when playoffs come because. As you know, playoffs are a grind, and those guys need to be going. And if they're not going, the chances of a team are not winning. So they, I'd like to see their minutes come down a bit, and then have everyone get in it and 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 win win a little more games that way. Uh, I'll, I'll throw one more at you here. Uh, as a guy who grew up in Edmonton, did you have any sort of emotional connection or internal celebration when you saw Hamblin, uh, Skinner, and and Benson all on the roster at the same time, all Edmonton guys off the same Bantam team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I know uh, Hamby. So we uh, uh, backstory with Hamby. We work out together when I was, he was a young guy working out with the uh, pros when I was with uh, uh, Premier Strength with Barry. there, my trainer, um, and he teaches uh, quantum with my. He, so he taught my kids quantum for a bit. He was a he was a demonstrator instructor. Um, just to, I mean, for he's just a quality kid, and you like to see that happen to people like that. In the just the story of him trying to work work his way through it and keep on keep on going and. You know, same thing. Same thing with Benner and um, like Skinner, and, and to have them all on Southside Athletic Club, kind of were, were my home my home club growing up. So that's pretty cool. I mean, you don't get that too often, and, and probably maybe never would that ever happen again. So that's uh, and for those guys, and especially Hammer, as as I know him personally, so it's pretty pretty cool to see that kid make it. That kid work. I don't know. I don't. That's another thing. I don't. People don't see how hard that kid works in in the gym and off ice and just doing stuff, shooting every day and. I mean, you—that's that's the kind of stories you want to hear, and that's the stories that that are such good such stories in this game that that kind of warm your heart to see that for sure. All right, hey Jason, always enjoy your uh, perspective. Uh, great stuff on on Ovechkin, and I'm glad you brought up that. That's great trivia. You got the primary assist. It was a brilliant pass. I've watched the video several times. Brilliant pass. Was, so thanks was, for that story. It was it was, it was what, what what they call a wobbly sauce, uh, Rito. <laughs> <laughs> Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chan. Oh my goodness, the title track from the 1990 Poison album, Flesh and Blood. CC DeVille on the lead guitar. That takes me back. Hope you're having a great evening. It is 6.52. Oilers game in this time slot tomorrow. We'll have the face-off show at 5.30. And then the game starts at 7.00. 
Going to be in Studio 99 f uh, for that one. I believe Kevin Lowe scheduled to uh, join me tomorrow night. That's going to be pretty cool. FIFA World Cup uh, ongoing. Argentina advances. I want to throw a little bug in your ear. Not like the bugs that went in the years in the Wrath of Khan, Kellen. Much friendlier bugs. Those are bad bugs. Those were bad bugs that were in their ears in the Wrath of Khan. Hope hopefully somebody's getting that reference. Khan. <laughs> um, we're gonna have uh, Edmonton's Dave Gantar on the show on Friday. He's a former FIFA referee. Uh, has done. We've we've interviewed him before. He's now retired from doing FIFA stuff, so we're, we're going to dive into officiating, VAR, World Cup, all that kind of stuff. That's going to be fun coming up on Friday night. Okay, 780-496-0063. What kind of correspondence do we have, Kellen? I got uh, one on Ovi and free on the Oilers. And which, Do you want to go Oilers first or Ovi uh, first? Do Ovi first. We just had Jason right. Smear on. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Matt Nicolvert. Oh, nice guy. Text in and says, Reed, I'm calling it right now. Ovi is the first NHL player to 900 goals in his career. Well, he's certainly the leading candidate. He's only 100 away. Somebody's last night thinks he can get to 1,000. I don't know. Wow. But, I mean, he should have between, what, eight, should have over 830 by the end of the year, wouldn't he? I would think Around so, there. yeah. Yeah. Just unreal. Just the, the the man continues to amaze yeah, night after incredible. night. It's crazy stuff. Yeah, I don't know. How high is he going to go? That's kind of a fun discussion to have. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll go to Big Bad Joe, who texts in and says, Reed, they are still trying to plug the leaks, and that's the Oilers. Um, I think that there's... Yeah, I think that there's some credence to that. Again, I don't think they're a terrible team. Um, you know, 17 and 13 after 30 games... I mean, I think we're, what, maybe four or five points away from where you would have hoped. I mean, I would have hoped they could have played 600 hockey through 30 games. They're at 567. I, I mean, look, they're not a good penalty-killing team. Uh, they're not a good defensive team, and that's not just the defensemen. I think they're not good at defending. Again, I don't think they're terrible, but I, I think some of their lapses and mistakes are pretty big. Uh, but their top players at times are just going to overwhelm some teams, and that's what happened last night. Mm -hmm. uh, Jordy texts in and says, he calls it the Koskinen curse. First shot, and the other team registers a goal. That's the curse we have to break. That's from Jordy. Yeah, well, tough one last night. Uh, there was a year, I want to say, was it either 17-18 or 18-19? Might have been 17-18 when, when Talbot led in the first goal quite a bit uh certainly it happened a lot with Koskinen and a few times with Smith I, I don't I don't know how many times it's happened this year I haven't been keeping track to be honest with you uh that the Oilers have allowed a shot on, on the first goal probably a couple at least maybe three I don't know if it's more than that it I mean it does happen uh I'm sure the Oilers have scored on their first shot a few times I usually know I, I write it down in my notes if the first shot goes in but then I don't uh record it after the or I don't keep them running tally throughout the year and we Koskinen got curse did he spell it with a k or with a c no that came across matter. correct the correct uh, spelling for miko koskinen who is in uh, no, where switzerland now right curse? anyway yeah it. so there we what go what else give me the one more one more from an unknown texter it says reed i guarantee you that hyman gets a five goal game this year 100 percent guarantee oh wow that's quite a guarantee and uh yeah do assign a, a nickname to your text next time so we know who's making the predictions so there we go all right seven eight zero four nine six Zero, zero, 0063. We got time for uh, more from you on the Oilers or Ovi or whatever else you want to talk about. And uh, the Elks schedule three games 
on Sunday in the regular season. Why the heck would they do that?